You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more information, go to knownlegacy.org. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning. How you doing, sir? Wonderful, wonderful. Fantastic. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Because it was raining this morning. I love a morning rains. Yeah. Because, again, as I always say, like it makes coffee worth drinking. Mm. But it's like the best. But I've, not, I've been not putting cream in my coffee. And I'm like, I'm missing some stuff. So, like, if you, like, if you had one thing that was completely gone out of your diet, what would you miss? If you, if you had to take, like, like, the worst thing, like, okay, I'll do this except for that. What's something you would be, like, destroyed over if you had to take it out of your diet forever? Not like just for like forever. thirty days, but forever. Oh man! Oh brisket! If I had to take it out of my diet forever, I would be I would be so sad because brisket, when done right, is literally the meat of God. I, you know, I feel <laughs> that now because I finally smoked a really good brisket, yes. and I was like, now I'm like, I'll have the brisket like up there, like because the entire sacrificial system of the Old Testament makes complete sense now. It's like you know they they kill the cow, they put the cow on the barbecue, the smells go up to heaven, God's pleased with it, and then the priests eat. It's fantastic. There was, wasn't there that one barbecue guy? His name was Ralph. He was one of the priests. Is like, <laughs> yes. And then Ralph, the redneck <laughs> priest, who knew how to just to, oh, smoke it so well. When he was in the temple, you know you it know was going to be a good sacrifice. Good. It's Ralph's turn. So anyways, anyways. If you, uh, this is our last podcast. <laughs> no. um, um, Heresy uh, 101. So. Thank you all for listening. This is No Legacy. Yes. We appreciate you guys being here. As always, if you can subscribe, um, give a like, smash the button. That'd be fantastic. YouTube, Facebook. That's great. Um, we also uh, are on uh, Apple iTunes and anywhere you get the podcast. Yeah. If you have questions or comments, info at knownlegacy.org. And uh, if you just want to find out more information about the book that Bill wrote or what we're doing and things that are coming up, info or just knownlegacy.org. Yep. Head over Check there and uh, make that happen. So Yeah, fantastic. no, we're glad. Glad to have you guys listen today. We're so grateful. We just had a great talk with uh, Dustin. And yes. so we're kind of a uh, little, little kind of hot take from there. But before that, Kyle, I need to know what kind of food you would be broken hearted with if you could never have it again. I'm going to be very specific. Yeah. Ruth Chris Filet. Oh, wow. I've never had Ruth Chris. Neither have I. Are you Road kidding? trip? No. Oh. Dude, that's too bougie for me. I know, <laughs> man. That's the best filet. I do. I know Salt it's a grass. chain. I know it's not a, you know. Yeah. But what I like about Ruth Chris, it's like McDonald's. It doesn't matter which one you go to, you know what you're going to get. They're all good. And they do it really well. Fantastic. How about you, Bill? Olive Garden breadsticks. No, I'm Liar. just kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. No, but honestly, it would be a good New York pizza. Like if I oh. if I couldn't if I couldn't ever eat pizza again, um yeah, I'd probably I would probably just be like, "Can you just take me now?" <laughs> you know, take me take yeah. me home tonight, which I'm talking about oh, heaven, but nice. it, you know. Yeah. yeah Anyways, yeah. yeah, so I, I think, think that's I think the meaning of that song was a little different. <laughs> Do you think so? Maybe. He wasn't talking about heaven? No. Different kind. Mm. You know. Anyways, I'll so listen to it again. Dustin was fantastic. If you haven't had a chance to, I would encourage you to go back and listen to last week's podcast. <coughs> it was wonderful. He he, man, he dropped some absolute truth bombs, and so it was good. so life giving to me and kind of the journey that I'm at. He resonated with this boring and tired thing, and and it was fantastic. So, Bill, what were some takeaways for you? I, I definitely got that. Men are bored in our churches, and I know that we talk about that consistently, right? But man, it's just it, in, in a way, it's refreshing to hear it from other guys who are on the front lines because you're like, are we? Are they really bored? I'm like, yeah, they are. Right, they are. And 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 I love that he said it's it just. It's messy and it's and it's and it's just like you're getting people in. It's not perfect, and I'm like, I don't think it's supposed to be. I don't know where that 
that that idea of it's nice, got neat, a, high it's production. Got a, yeah. Again, like like what is it? What what's the one neighbor on the Flint? Uh, not on the Flintstones. On the on the <laughs> on the Flintstones, the neighbor on the Barney. No, 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 no. On the I, I, Simpsons. On the Simpsons. Oh, Flanders. Ned Flander. Flanders. Like it's not supposed to be <laughs> Ned Flanders. Yeah, this is what you get when you get a forty-four-year-old on here who has coffee with no milk in it. Exactly. But I'm but I'm going like you see this like it's not supposed to be Ned Flanders. It's not supposed to be clean. Even in the scriptures, it's not clean. Right, and right. We're, but we have whitewashed it, and we've made it boring. And I'm like, but then I see everybody else from all these other nations that are that see the, the, the true Jesus. I'm not talking about gospel right now. I'm talking about this idea, this ideology of whitewashed Jesus is not true. And so it's messy, and, and success looks different than what we've defined in our American culture. You know, the, do, yeah, do you absolutely. see what I'm saying? I totally and so I think this idea that success isn't just, it isn't a timeline of in eight months, this person will know Jesus and love them and be a follower. It's like, slow down and slow pursue down. the heart of people. You move too fast. <laughs> you got to make the moment <laughs> last. Oh, nice. Just kicking down. I'm sorry. So what did you a Garfunkel for y'all. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, it is just a bridge over troubled waters. But I mean, anyways. Oh, <sighs> I need a boo drop. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great song. That's a great song. But uh, so, what did you guys take uh, pick up from from what what Dustin was talking about? Well, I'd say for me, it was uh, definitely this idea of um, I- investing in the small, inv- investing in the messy. Um, yeah. You know, finding a battle brother. If you don't have a battle brother that you are investing in and reading scripture together, find someone that you can be on this journey with. That's not just a pastor at a distance, but someone who's intimate, who knows your life, who knows your struggles, who knows your highs and your lows. Can see kind of like, oh, you look tired today. You doing okay? Kind of like what you did with me today. You know, you, yeah. you checked in three times. You're like, seriously, are you okay? I was no, like, I'm but good. serious, but yeah. serious. <laughs> no, and um, and and just the the value that that has, mm. and making time in your calendar, making time in your schedule, prioritizing it. And as you learn to do that with a battle brother, it can't help but affect your relationship with your kids, with your wife, and with those other people that God has given you in intimacy. And uh, and yeah. so that for me was a big takeaway of like, man, find the battle bros and invest there. What, what about Kyle? you, Kyle? What'd you get? I, I love the whole idea of switching the paradigm of let's get him into the building and then hope that that filters out to let's get him praying and reading the Bible with his family. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I, I love that. It's just a, a complete different way of, of doing it. And I yeah. think it's a much better way. I agree with you. You know, he said, inv- you know, we always talk about inviting. He goes, we're talking about investing. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that. I'm like, yeah. that's exactly the idea of these guys come in. It's like, well, I guess I just have to do to bring people in and you'll you'll talk to them because you're the shepherd and you feed the flock. It's like, no, you're you're also called ministers. Right. And ambassadors. So why don't you do it? You know, I love that. We've, we've over in our culture, we've over invested in the Sermon on the Mount moment mm. where you have a guy who's preaching to the masses and we've undervalued the rest of Jesus's journey with 12 dudes yeah. who invested, got messy. I'm sure they laughed. I'm sure there was tension. I'm sure all of that stuff was happening. And we in North America, again, and in a lot of church, we go for the big show and we forget that most transformation happens around tables, in the gym, around, you know, cups of coffee or whatever. Um, and, and that's where we need it, it's worthy of our investment. Yeah, know? and we've, we've pulled the line of success to you need to lead them to Jesus like today. 
Right. Instead of, you need to just build a relationship with right. people. You know, I love it. Even as we go farther in the scriptures, when, when some of his, when some of Jesus's followers, like, he, he literally walks, and, you know, he, he looks at him and goes, who do you say that I am? Right. Well, I, you're the Lord. It's like, okay, so you're getting it. Right. But it wasn't like, I need you to know that I'm the Lord before you start having like a relationship. That was like the end of those three years together. I know. You know? So you're like, how many of them were like, I'm not totally sure. I think. I think. And we're like, no, no, no. You need to have no doubt. And I wonder if that's the biggest issue is like, we have these guys going, I'm just not sure if I, you know, I don't know. And I'm like, well, walk in that, walk in that tension of not knowing if you really believe but keep spending time with them in spite of that yes yes absolutely so agreed i love it love it anyways thank you guys i think i think that the one more thing that he said was that people matter more than just simply projects and and i want to hit on this really quick because i remember when i was younger and i did this when i was a youth pastor so i'm confessing my sin to you or my my struggle with this was hey i need you to to share the gospel with your friends Right. Like I need you to physically go out there and go, you need to go tell someone about Jesus. And they're like, well, I don't know if I need. And it's like, how about just sharing your life with them? Right. And, and that, that principle, are you seeing that more valuable? Like, do you feel like that, 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 that eases tension in your church? Like when you're like, hey, just share your life with people. I think so. And if your life is, is bathed in scripture and prayer, you're going to have moments where you're sharing God with them, right? Yeah. But then it's authentic and it's real and it's not a production. It's not a project. And no one likes to be a project. None of us want to be a project. Yeah. We want deep, intimate relationship with others. And that's, I think, the heart that he's talking to. Yeah, and I think it, it, it also alleviates the burden of, like, I got to know 9,000 people. I just got to know my guys right? and connect with them, but then invite those who need to be invited into that journey as well. Yep. So I thought it was really, really helpful, really great. So, guys, take a breath. And remember, it's you don't have to have this success in your mind of I'm going to lead all these people to Jesus. That is great, but build relationships with them because people matter more than just sharing the gospel and walking away. Absolutely, and that's where a lot of damage happens. So Absolutely, let and it stay messy. And if you haven't done it yet, go back and listen to that uh, podcast yeah. from last week. It was uh, I think really good, really good. So thank you guys for checking us out. Info at knownlikesy.org, as always, and yeah. uh, post those pictures of your bad haircuts from last week. Yes, and you can check out the book at uh, More Than You Book. Dot com. Check it out. I think the audio book should be out by the time this is playing. And uh, you can pick it up in different locations. But, guys, we'd also love to connect with you in your church. Yep. Uh, men's ministries and uh, things like that. I mean, we'd love to be a part of that. So if you're interested in that, info at knownlegacy.org. There it is. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care and God bless. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Known Legacy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So email us your questions or comments to info at knownlegacy.org.